Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, Movie uh, buffs might remember the movie The Air Up There. Remember Kevin Bacon, The Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Probably the one movie that he's in that he has probably absolutely nobody uh, that's connecting him to. Yeah. You remember that game, uh, movie, The Air, up there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote that column a while ago on Health Reform Explained. Go ahead and check it out. You can also see uh, information on the IRS reporting deadline as well as how to avoid March Madness. Uh, March Madness is coming up. We'll be filling out our brackets. I must uh, say it was nice seeing Marquette win. Um, <laughs> down at the clink the other week. But, oh, that was frustrating. Yeah, um, but the air up there um, is in reference to the Affordable Care Act information reporting um, situation. And businesses over 50, uh, 250 have to file these things electronically. And it's turning out to be quite a difficult situation. People can't get them done in time. And... Um, the, the IRS is actually taking months to get them their designation because this is not as simple as just uploading your uh, filling out the forms and scanning it and emailing it into the to the government. There's very, very tight, specific uh, data points that they need to capture in order to populate the reports. And well, there's only one company I know that can actually assist and deliver. The, right. The, I mean, there are some others, but. There's only amateurs. Yes. We're the professionals. Edie Bellis Inc. Right. But this AIR thing is, as I've been talking to people, it's almost as bad as healthcare.gov because their situation, the IRS's uh, own system keeps crashing as the people are trying to upload this at the same, at the uh, last minute. So So what you're telling me is we have another healthcare.gov fail. That's what we're hearing. Oh, brother. Could they actually get it? Right, one time. Oh wait, the government fails at almost everything. Let's listen to that other uh, Hillary Clinton ad. That'll cue up uh, Patrick, who's uh, waiting on the line here on America's Healthcare Challenge four zero two three four two twelve ninety because there is a line open. Uh, let's listen to this ad. And I want to share a quick story to tell you why this is so important to me. This is a letter from someone who's here, and. She gave me this letter. that I can read about it. She has to take a brand name drug. She's been taking it since the early 1980s. At that time, back in the 1980s, for the same drug, it cost approximately $180 for 10 shots. The latest refill she received from her pharmacy was $14,729.99 for the same 10 vials. And you wonder why healthcare costs are so expensive. Uh, Patrick here on America's Healthcare Challenge, thanks for taking the time to call in. How are you, my friend? 
Well, I'm doing well. Thank you for for hearing me out here. You may or may not agree with what I'm going to say, but uh, New York Times here about a week ago, they had a little article that stated that approximately 60% of all Americans, young kids, uh, young adults, people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, of course, up into their 80s, are on some sort of pharmaceutical uh, drug, okay, which is amazing. I mean, it's, if you think about that, and, and personally, I was in the health insurance business for over 30 years, and I saw, I saw uh, what happened on a firsthand basis these pharmaceutical companies, uh, they own the AMA. Nobody's going to say it, but I will. They own these doctors. They program them from the time uh, they're in med school at Creighton and the Med Center and elsewhere, John Hopkins, to have a pill for everything. And if you look at where they're borrowing a lot of their money for, uh, to get through medical school, and it's legal. I'm not, I'm not even saying it's unethical. They, they get it from the pharmaceutical companies. They're not going to the banks or the government anymore. They're going to Pfizer, so on and so forth. Um, I'm literally saying on the air that they are programmed to have a pill for every malady you may have or may think you have. And we've become a drugged uh, country, dependent, uh, going down to our five and six years old in, in, in grade school up to our people that are that are on Medicare and in their 80s, on some sort of a pill to, 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 to help us if we're not feeling well. Well, because we're looking for that magic potion, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Have you ever noticed if you've been to the doctor, God's blessed me with pretty good health. I don't talk about myself, but oftentimes I know they do this. They've got that one book, it's a manual, but if they're not quite sure what they're dealing with, you give them the symptoms, they'll disappear for about five minutes and they'll come back with a prescription. Uh, you, you get, I call it a malady, a symptom, and then they've got a pill for it. And it's, it's what's going on is crazy. It's absolutely insane. Uh, mm. I, I don't know how to stop it. Maybe if you, I'm a conservative person, if they were forced to have go into competition and list, for example, what the cost of Prozac is for, for every pharmaceutical company, that in its nature would would have a tendency to drive the uh, the cost down for men that have prostate problems. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. there's no transparency. No transparency. And put put it all out there on the web. And if if you need something for uh, a pill for diabetes or or high blood pressure or prostate problems or if you're obese, so on and so forth, um, make them compete. Okay, by listing what they're charging. Uh, the American public out there. It's just a thought, but the politicians, unfortunately, are also bought and paid for. And I've run politicians around all my life. Uh, I've been in a game for a long time. And most of them, quite bluntly, uh, they're bought and paid for. They're going to they're gonna answer to those special interests that have put them into office, whether you're on the far left or far right. And these pharmaceutical companies, you have no, I forget what the figure is, they they give an inordinate amount to to our elected officials, uh, not just in the federal government, but 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 uh, here locally also. They keep their hand in the game. Well, Patrick, and, I, I just want to interrupt you right there, but you know I will tell you this: uh, one of the things that we have been working on uh, with uh, some different healthcare 
insurance organizations were to also include uh, what drugs would be uh, covered uh, under an insurance plan. You could, if you had your uh, drug prescription name, uh, you could actually plug it into the website and it would tell you what plans were covering it and at what cost. And so I, I hear exactly where you're going with that because that goes right along with what we've been talking about for the last three or four years, and that's being transparent in all aspects of health care costs. Well, you, you have to also keep this in memory here. I don't want to take over your show, but uh, I'm being factual with you. My father's deceased, but he sat on the board of Mutual United of Omaha when they were the largest health insurance company in the world, okay? Right. Not Omaha, not Nebraska, in the world. He was on the inside. And the, this is a statistical fact. The last 10 years that they were in the health game, and they got out because they were losing their butt. And I'll say it on the air, okay? They don't sell health insurance anymore. Anyway, uh, they were raising their prices double digits uh, the last decade that they, were, that they were marketing their health insurance products, 11 12 13 14%. And they still were losing, frankly, millions of dollars. The media here in town won't cover it because it doesn't make the company look well. But here you have a selfish, quote, uh, health insurance company that's raising the cost, unquote, the patient, and they're losing a fortune. Now, what am I leading up to? Without that, without that built-in monitor, a health insurance company, uh, keeping somewhat of, a, of a control over these pharmaceutical companies, that helped to keep the cost down. When the health insurance, when Obamacare came along, that was one of those breaks uh, was taken away. In other words, you don't have an Aetna or a John Hancock or a New York Life or, or a Mutual of Omaha or whatever or a principal there uh, <coughs> questioning uh, the meds that one of their policyholders is taking. See where I'm coming from? And it helped keep the cost down. That's not that's basically not going on anymore because the insurance companies don't have an incentive to do it. You know why? Because the federal government, which is us, is paying for it. And we don't have the money to pay for it. You've seen nothing yet, my friend, and don't take offense on this in your program. You will not believe what's going to happen to the health game. Uh, it's going to be so out, far out price for everybody. You'll, be, you'll, you'll have to pay a $10,000 deductible to have your a two two inch scar over your kid's knee uh, uh, taken care of uh, if it keeps going the way it is. So, uh, who's monitoring the cost? No one is. Edie okay. Ballas does for organizations that they work with, but yeah, nobody well, else is. Yeah, okay, yes, but you you need some you need an automatic built in uh, guidance system that says we're not going to pay that. That's too much money for for that operation. I broke my wrist here about two years ago, fell off a ladder. I went to the med center. They treated me 110%. Uh, the bill was over ten grand. I didn't even have a, a, a cast put on the thing. And I, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's amazing what's going on out there. It's almost $11,000. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. you know, but but that, that's, just, that's just one example that I'm generalizing on. And you have seen nothing, nothing. To, to where it's going uh, down there. The premiums are going to continue to go up. You're going to have much, much higher deductibles, and then your service is going to be even more questionable. 
Uh, you've got Canadians coming down here on a regular basis have the wherewithal for health care. And they're, quote, a socialized uh, uh, Right. And if you and, and we had actually a discussion about the Canadian health care system last week on the show. Okay, I didn't and, hear it. And ahead. if you want, go to our SoundCloud, SoundCloud page uh, for more information about that. It was with Sally Pipes, the CEO and president of the Pacific Research Institute. Patrick, thank you so much for your call. Sean? We'll be right back here on America's Healthcare <laughs> Challenge with our final thoughts. Um, gosh, uh, pretty uh, interesting prediction, but I can't say that I uh, disagree with him. I, think yeah, I don't right disagree with it. So uh, maybe we'll do some of our predictions uh, here at the bottom of the hour. Work for you? Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. We'll be back. This is America's Healthcare Challenge online at healthreformexplained.com. And back right after this. <laughs> 